you have degrees of availability depending on how much money you're making? So like when you're doing really well, you're having one of those great months, you don't have time for people, for questions, for problems. And then you have that month where you're not making the money you were making for whatever reason, or you have extra expenses and you're like, I've got to be available to everyone 24 seven. We're going to talk about that, what that desperation does to us and why, and a whole lot more on today's edition of today's antidote episode 877. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, do, do. Hey, Tom. Oh, so frustrating. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Today's edition of today's antidote. I fall into that trap like once every couple weeks. Why is that? Because I was really thinking about what I was saying and really trying to slow walk it. I think your other challenge is you get the episode out too soon. Oh, okay. That's good. You just waited to the end and said episode 877 of today's antidote. Yeah, all that more on today's edition of today's antidote is usually the phrase I go at that gets me into trouble. All that and more on episode 877 of today's antidote. That would be so much more professional. Good feedback. All right. Sounds like I'll take a note on that. More professional. Maybe nobody else noticed. I think they notice. I have to ask somebody. Have you noticed that Bob said today and then today? Put it in the chat. Because that'll make me feel so much better. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate that. (laughs) Maybe nobody will put it there and you'll be like, huh? Maybe nobody noticed that. No, people watch on replay later today and there'll be like a cavalcade of a hundred of those and they'll, you know, drive me over the edge for the afternoon. That's good. You want to make a bet on that? Uh, It'll make me desperate. I I think that that will not be the case. Okay. All right. Okay. I think that's a little exaggeration. You're just playing into it. Fair. All right, everyone, good morning and welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast podcast. <laughs> Kelly's jumped in. <laughs> you know, someday we're going to have to call call this show the Bob Positive Affirmation Show and just call it the way it is. Thank you, Kelly. You make my day. We've been Appreciate doing this 877 you. times so that Bob can give positive uh, words of positive affirmation. Just calling it the way it is. <laughs> right, fair enough. And thanks, Kelly. For being yes, honest thank you. and sharing with us. Uh, so uh, each morning, Bob and I have a conversation around a topic each weekday morning. Uh, and this week's topic, as Bob mentioned, is accessibility. And we're talking a little bit today about when you're desperate. You know, they say desperate times call for desperate, desperate measures. Hmm. Do you believe that or not? Interesting. Maybe that'll be a part of our conversation today. And as we go through that conversation, whatever it looks like, We encourage you to share your thoughts and ideas because we know it'll add value to our show. 
And then at the conclusion of that conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote, that thing that we hope will help you figure out how to take your next step when you might be stuck, frustrated, uncertain, and are looking for a little bit more confidence and control so that you can achieve the goals and desires that you have. And of course, if you have a one thing that you would like to share, please feel free to share it as well. Because we know that each of us has value. And when you share your value, someone else has the opportunity to learn if they are open to actually hearing it. So please share your thoughts and ideas with us. Before we dive into that conversation, though, each day, Bob and I do our celebrations. So Bob, what are you celebrating today? So over the course of years, I've taught thousands of college students. And it's been five years since I taught college students. And uh, it was very surprising yesterday, I got a phone call from a former student that I taught almost 12 years ago. And they had met someone that uh, offered them a job. And in their discussion, talking about going to Towson, this, this person said, oh, who is your favorite teacher? And the student that got the job, my former student said it was me. And the person they were interviewing with that offered them the job had also been taught by me. Look at so you. The student, student called up to tell me, it's like, you actually have two fans. So the <laughs> that's, person... exactly, that's exactly how they said it because I can be self-deprecating and they thought it was really funny. And this person, they work up in New York and someone I, I remember teaching, but not someone I've stayed in contact with either of them. So, and they, they tracked down my number. They said, I looked up my old syllabus. You know, you can save them on, on your computer. And I, I went to the old syllabus. And I was hoping you had the same phone number. And yeah. So that was a really nice, nice moment. So the person who hired them also said you were their favorite teacher? Yes. Look at you. I, yes. So that probably means that if there were at least two, there's probably a lot more. Because those are the ones who... At least two and a half. ...thought to let you know. Yes. 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 Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Very, very, yes. It was, it was, it was very, it was very, very nice. Uh, he didn't have to do that. And uh, he said, you know, I, I, you did it. You really made a difference in my life. And I just, I, I haven't stayed in touch. He was apologetic about it. I'm like, no, no, it's great. We caught up on what he was up to, talked about what I was up to. And it was just really nice, you know, and, and it goes further, further proof that we don't know the effect we have on people's lives. Even yeah, when we're in a role as a teacher where you think you might make an impact on people's lives. You, I can tell you teaching in college class, you don't always know that you're making an impact. In fact, sometimes you feel exactly the opposite way. You feel like you're doing everything to not make an impact because the students are not responding favorably at times. They're they can be overwhelmed. There's a lot going on. It's, a, you know, they're becoming adults. And so that feedback loop often is delayed. What have you ever, have you ever considered the fact that every time you taught, you had impact? I don't think every time, well, <laughs> let me say that I have impact. It's not always positive. Why well, judge that? There's probably someone out there right now going, Oh, he has an impact every time he talks. Don't you worry about that. It may not be the positive impact, but yes. Well, do you believe that results change over time? Yes, I do. 
So then you're, it, so it doesn't truly matter in the moment whether that impact is quote unquote positive or quote unquote negative. It, it does not. Because in the long haul, it's all about the impact, mm-hmm. not how they feel about it in the moment. It's how the, they feel about it in the totality of the impact that it has on them. Can you believe that? Yes. Yes. And uh, so here's what I would say to all those teachers out there like you. And I know you think I beat Well, up. and aren't we all teachers really in life? Yes. When you get down to it, you're teaching right now. Kelly's sharing. teaching by what she, right? I think we're sharing. Okay. Which could be, could be considered, I guess, teaching. But We've I, all I, learned things in the course of our life that we impart upon other people at various times. Through our actions, through our words. Correct. We just share our value and that has an impact on others. It's a good way to put it. I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah, I've heard it somewhere else before, I think. If only there was a book to read about it. If only there was a book to read. If only. I know. I need. Yeah. Anyhow. Well, congratulations on getting some feedback. Thank you. That you had impact on people. Maybe that will help you understand that there's a lot of impact that we have and that you have. I think I, I think I know that deep down, but I don't always focus on that. Because you're looking for the words of affirmation. I am. <laughs> yes, I can't argue that. So what are you celebrating today as I get awkward? <laughs> so I'm celebrating, um, celebrating celebrations. Yesterday, I was talking with a client and we were talking about that they just completed a significant project. And, and I asked them how they were celebrating. And they didn't really have an idea. I said, okay. And there was another member of their team who also had a significant role in this project. And, and I asked them how they were, have you asked them how they're celebrating? And they were like, no. And it was interesting because I said, because after a while they were like, well, you know, I'm leaving early. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's great. Until they also said, yeah, I arrived at 6.30 and I'm going to leave at like 3.30. I'm like, wait a minute. Are you? I think you're kidding oh, yourself that you're leaving early. You're still putting in the same amount of hours. You know, you were, she says, I like to be early in and early out. So it's no different than everybody else. And I think, I think they were a little caught off guard by that. And then one of our Renegade Success Network members shared in a message, I think you were on that, that they had taken this step that they could never have imagined ever taking. I was not. Oh, wow. This is new information. And, Go on. And, and even said in the message, I can't believe that I'm doing this. A year ago, I would have never done this. Um, I think in a way to share appreciation for how they've uh, how things have changed for them, how they're different. And so I wrote back and I said, so, okay, so how are you celebrating? And their response was, well, I think I'd like to wait to see how the out, what the outcome is. So, you know, me. Oh yeah. I know you. I said, well, can you control the outcome? And does that really matter? Isn't the celebration that you took the action, those things that you control, something that you never thought you would ever do you were able to actually accomplish. 
And in the way they wrote this in the initial message, it was like no big deal. And again, knowing this person for over a year, had they even had it even be suggested that they do this a year ago, that I think they would have gone into complete panic attack. And now they're doing it like it's no big deal, like it's just part of what they do. And so I encourage the person to celebrate the action, those things that we can control, which will allow us that no matter the result of this action, it will hopefully help them continue to take actions. And results will change. And the results with that person, whether they say yes or no at the moment, doesn't matter because it could change over time. And that's what a renegade success network brings to you. Correct. Things like that. Accomplishing things you didn't think you could do a year ago. We see that again and again. We see people finding new ways to do things, easier ways to do things, different ways to consider things. That's what Tom and I are really committed to with our sculpture business program, which if you hang around till the end, there's a really good announcer who talks about it. I love the way he, he catalogs it. Talk about words of affirmation. That guy needs a raise. It's interesting. Is it? It is interesting because it's, can you tell yourself words of affirmation? No. Can you tell yourself words of affirmation and believe them? There are two things. I can tell myself words of affirmation. I just struggle to believe them. So you think you're a liar? I, wow, we're going down a long road. Folks, uh, today's topic will be shifted till tomorrow and we're going to do uh, Coaching Bob Day. So these come up every couple weeks and uh, you'll watch me scratch my hair a couple times and people that know me real well will enjoy my squirming. Um, you don't have to answer that. That's okay. No, go ahead, please. Let's do it. Well, I guess that's right. So... We should really why, go to Therapy Tuesday and just just concede. <laughs> why would you not believe the words that you share to yourself? Because I'm a harsh critic of myself. The harshest. I expect... Well, there's, I think there's a difference. Is there a difference? Just like with the opening today. We do openings every day. And it wasn't bad. So I botched the last... Five seconds up to that point, it was fairly good. That was all judgment. Kelly didn't even notice. Only you and I probably noticed that that happened because people do that all the time. Not that we're also our harshest critic, usually, right? Sometimes I, I set very high demands on myself that you're going to be perfect. I wish I were perfect. Really? You think you can be perfect? Uh, I I struggle with the idea that if I'm imperfect, that means I'm flawed. Aren't we as humans all flawed? I'm trying to avoid that. I'm going to jump in with Jack's comments. Jack's with us this morning. Whoops, I hit the wrong button. There it is. The more you say affirmations, the more you believe them. I I, I agree. And I, 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 I agree absolutely. I, I, and I continue to question why we don't believe ourselves at the beginning when we sure, first start ahead. saying affirmations. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. Then why do we not believe ourselves 
when we first share affirmations? I, you know, I think so much of our life is we get, we get things are pointed out that we do wrong. School is about, hey, you did that wrong. Kelly's reinforcing my comment. Wanting to be perfect is a slippery slope. Oh, I slide down that slope all day long. We are all well, flawed. There's, there's something about wanting to be perfect, knowing that you'll never get there. One of the things, it's interesting, you know, I was having this conversation, maybe we had this conversation, I forget who I talked to, is, um, and then she says, strive for excellence or perfection, either way. Um, people were, somebody was saying to me, you know, like, and I think we talked about this anxiety, when we were talking about anxiety last week, is like, I go into a lot of things expecting something is not going to go the way I planned. So when it does, it's not that, I'm like, yep. Figured something like that was going to happen. And so it doesn't throw me off the way that I think it otherwise could. I, I don't expect to be perfect. And honestly, never think I will. Doesn't mean I'm not trying to be. And it doesn't mean that I won't do everything in my power to. And yet, we're as Kelly says, we're all flawed. And it's not really even flawed. It's just what is perfection so it's that's all a perspective we're all finding our pathway every day well and i think it's a perspective of what you may think is perfect i might say well what about this or what about that or what about that well and like the like the opening i mean if we break the opening down i bet there are people out there who watch this and go oh i could never even i don't know how these guys do this every morning they have something to say every day. Presumably once in a while, they say something relevant, useful. They commit to this around seven-ish every morning. I don't have that determination. I couldn't talk like they talk. It seemed like they know what they're talking about. What I don't think about that part of it. All the things that, for want of a better phrase, we overcame to do this. And, and if you go back to the first episodes, it was pretty rocky. Is what it was. First time we'd ever done anything like this. Yes, it was. A, well, and, and I, I had with the, the great Gigi, but you had not had that experience. Uh, that correct. Yeah. Come on. I love this. Perfection leaves no room for growth. You are both helping all of us to grow. Look at Kelly throwing more of those words of affirmation in. She is so good. <laughs> I got, I got to get, I got to schedule a meeting with Kelly, just a one-on-one. -on -one. I think she'd be really uplifting. I think you should send her a book. I can do that. Kelly, uh, private message me your address and I will send you a, a signed copy of the Renegade Way. That's a great idea, Tom. Thank you. Certainly. Good Certainly. thinking. We haven't done that for a while. And folks, if you want a copy of the book signed, reach out to Tom or me. Yes. It's, you it's can also buy it on Amazon, Amazon, correct? You can also buy it on Amazon. No. I don't know about that. You can Come buy it you. at renegadesuccessnetwork.com. You definitely can do that. Good luck with that. I couldn't find it there. <laughs> I really couldn't. It's been on my topics of discussion list. Uh, okay. Well, shall we? Right now. I'll find it, and if I can find it, I will put a link. Okay. But I... Don't see it there. Oh, well, we'll work on it. Yeah. We'll, 
And then soon Tom will have a book. Correct. Can't wait for that. All right. So let's go. You want to shift now? Yeah. You're sure. enough and now you want to shift to being to talking about when others are desperate? Yes. I would love to. Fair. You want to kick us off? I will. So at various times in my professional life, when I've been running my business, there has been desperation. Desperation was when I saw people around me having great success and I wasn't having that success or I was perceiving they were having great success because in a couple of cases, I came to find out later that the people I thought were having really great success were floundering as much as I was, if not more so. And uh, I had a meeting a couple of weeks ago with a couple of people that I thought if you had said to me beforehand, who's generating the least revenue among this group of four, I would have said me by far. And in the course of the discussion, we all knew each other and it was pretty open discussion. And it turned out that I was not doing the worst among the group. And the person who I think everyone in that group would have thought was doing really well was really struggling. And I think what I struggle with at times or have struggled, struggled with at times is the idea that when I'm not meeting my revenue objectives, when I'm not meeting the markers of success that I have in my head, real or perceived or realistic or unrealistic, I tend to be more desperate. Someone says, hey, I, I want to schedule a call with you. Uh, are you available Saturday at 930? <sighs> yeah, I guess I have no choice because I need to make some money. And I do that, even though Saturday tends to be a time that I try not to be focused on my work because I work all week and there should be time to enjoy what you do in your work, you know, have some free time. And that's not unrealistic, but also evenings uh, or I had a day last week. I wasn't super desperate, but there was a day last week where I booked meetings back to back to back to back to back. I had nine straight meetings. In one day? In one day. Yeah. Half hour meetings. Yes. That's a, that's a day. <laughs> it is. And then did, did you feel any different after that? I felt like nine straight meetings in a day is too many. These types of meetings. Okay. So, but that's, that can be a sign of desperation and desperation, not in that case, not managing my schedule really well because I wanted to have a certain level of discussions with people. And the way I did that was to make the availability greater. And I see it in clients all the time, you know, that they, they get it. I see the feast or famine. That's the other thing. You know, when, when you have, with what you and I do, you have a lot of clients, you're busy doing your work, you're rocking and rolling with work, and then you, your marketing slides because you're busy doing the work and you don't have the marketing and then you get done the projects you're doing and then you go into that desperation. Oh, should have been marketing back then. Oh, wait, I was too busy working. And you go, you play that back and forth game. And I see that with a lot of my clients. I see it with a lot of people that are running their own businesses. It's cyclical. It's up and down. When it's up, there's no desperation. When it's down, it's complete desperation. I was talking to someone a couple weeks ago who said, oh, yeah, I've been to nine networking events this week. 
Wow. I said, wow, that's that's impressive. And I said, how many, you said you're really busy a couple months ago. How many were you going to a week then? Oh, I don't go to them when I'm busy. And I think that happens. And if we're leading a team, when we have an employee pool, you know, we have employees and they're doing great work. We're not thinking about we might lose an employee. So you're not doing the things to court people to see if, you know, if we have an opening, we might have someone in place that we could bring in. Same same situation. Or when the meetings are going really well, you're not thinking about what if this meeting goes wrong? How can we improve things? We're leaving it the way it is. And then something goes a little differently. And it's like, oh, now we're desperate. Now I've got to figure this thing out. Right? I don't know. You know, the whole time I've been sitting here thinking about the possibility that that actually when thing if things look or seem desperate, that we should almost pull back a little bit and slow down. Because I think when we try to speed up, we miss opportunities. So I would imagine in those nine calls, they all didn't have the same, you didn't have the same attention, awareness, interest, focus as you did in some of the other ones. Correct. And so because of that, someone who maybe was call number seven or eight, who actually might have been the the prospect that was maybe most likely to sign in got 70% of Bob and that 70% wasn't enough for them. Had that call happened on a different day and they'd have got all of Bob. Sounds weird to say. Anyhow, um, that that might have had different results. And I, I think sometimes, you know, the, that when things are desperate, it's almost like, okay, how do we focus rather than how do we um, just expand and try anything and everything, which kind of gets us away from the consistency of the things that we have been doing and the way we've been doing them. And while it may at the moment not seem like that's producing the results that people are looking for in the past, it has. And so why change? It's just a it's just a thing to say, hey, it's happened in the past and this just might be a moment where it is not. What am I missing in this moment that is not allowing me to have the success that I've had in the past? And it might just be just different people are approaching you or different opportunities, situations that aren't like they were before, which again goes back to my com comment earlier about results change that you can keep doing the same things. And over time, at one point, they might be working unbelievably well. At other point, it might drop down. It's not doing as well, and it may seem desperate. And so what do we do when it seems desperate? We do something different. Or when it seems like things are going great, we stop going to networking events. We stop doing those things that attracted people to us. And so I think there's almost this balance of finding of, this is what we do. And it has provided results that we've been looking for in the past. 
as well as results that we didn't expect and we didn't want. And so sometimes we're just in that flow of it. And I think it, it's helpful to go back and look at those times when it was going the way we thought, did we change? And in that change, did that is that one of the things that caused us maybe to dip down? And, and I guess that it's how you want to work through it is, do you, are you comfortable with those highs and giving some things up because the more clients you have, the less opportunity you have networking or marketing or whatever, which is likely going to lead to a down. And then when we're down, we switch and now it goes back to an up. What if we just continued at the same level and understood where our boundaries were so that we could continue to do both things or that we could continue to have the consistency of the things that we do which will have an opportunity to have a more consistent over time results or accept the fact that this is just the way it is. We're going to have some of those highs and lows and rather than judge ourselves about them or our work about them, that we allow them to allow that to be okay. I'm going to jump in with Jack's comment. I agree that we should slow down those situations because desperation may be an emotional response and not the reality. Oh, it's all emotional. Yeah. Uh, I know the thought process I go through in desperation. Oh, if I don't find another client, I'm going to, I'm a failure as a business owner. I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. This is really bad. Why did I go into this? I should have stayed at that full-time job years ago. I shouldn't have gone into journalism in 1987. What was I thinking? I mean, it, it, it can spin pretty quickly. Sure. Should have paid attention in history class in fifth grade. You know, it, it's funny how our minds will spin to, to support the narrative if we get we allow it to. Right, right, right. Or do we say, I'm not going to judge what I've done in the past because I can't change it? You're going to go back to, you want to go back to fifth grade and history class so you can understand no, history differently? Oh, no, I had buck teeth and I, I know this is hard to believe, but I was a smart aleck back then. I could get in trouble for things I said. I know it's hard to believe because I'm so really? glad. I, I know it's shocking. Huh. Fascinating. I, I know you're like, it's, it just proves Tom, how much a person can change over the years. Oh, because others have had impact on you. I haven't changed. <laughs> no. My you father told me changed. when I was like seven years old, he said, your problem your whole life will be your mouth. And he has been absolutely correct. No more profound things have ever been said to me. Maybe it's not your mouth. That's just doing the action. Maybe it's your head. That. That's, a whole, that's a whole other podcast. Allow those words dissecting Bob's head. I, so I, we're I, on episode twenty thousand three hundred nine. <laughs> Just called peeling the onion. Bob's head, day by day. Fair so, enough. So, do you have your one thing? I think I do. Do you? I do. I like I like Jack's and it's what you said. So I'm going to highlight that one. We need to slow down in those situations because it's emotion. And you told me that was something I was doing a week or two ago. And uh, 
you said, you know, hey, what if you just did what you used to do and you got away from it? And I think that's what's happened happens when we get in desperation. We get, we it magnifies the bad habits that we have, not the good habits. I like that. How about you? I'm going to go with the desperate is a judgment. <laughs> Come on, you're going to do that every day. It's getting old. Well, I think that we all, if we, the more we judge ourselves, the more we find ourselves in those spirals. The more we learn from where we're at and say, hmm, you know, what may be causing why I am where I am at the moment or my business is where it is at the moment. And you probably could go back and identify some things that you have done differently, some things that didn't go as planned. And so you jumped to the emotional response of the results you got in the moment and started changing things. And yep. so you didn't allow those things that allowed you to be successful in the past continue because of some feedback that you got. And you took that feedback as true. or internal feedback, right? Internal this, feedback this that used I had to, to work. It doesn't work. So I have to change. Correct. Like tomorrow, you won't want to do the intro because you're going to be worried that you're going to say today on today's antidote. And that that's going to be like the absolute worst thing ever because you did it yesterday, today, whatever. Wow, and, it's like you're in my head. <laughs> well, we've had we have over 877 conversations that others are aware of. Doesn't include all the other ones. Pay yet? We... You should be getting hazard pay for this. I don't know. Maybe it's my lot in life. Um, <laughs> and so I think that that judgment that desire for perfection causes us to, to do things differently without thinking about why. And so the judgment of that things are desperate is causes us to do things differently that may take us away from those things that have provided us with some opportunities in the past. Not saying you shouldn't change, Change, though, should, in my opinion, should be made based on what I've learned. And I and I don't make an emotional response is that I choose a time at which I'm going to measure my progress and decide and then not judge that decision on whether to change or not. It's just to understand. And I think those are the things that cause us um, to struggle sometimes is because we have started, we've continued to judge ourselves and we want to be perfect. And all of those things are things that, I don't know. I think that when we let go of, things change and we, and we start to be more comfortable with where we are and what we're doing. And it occurs to me as we were talking that, or as you were talking that uh, desperation breeds more desperation. Sure. Once you start getting away from the things that you did that led to the result you were looking for, the more you get away from it, the more desperate you become because you're moving further and further away from your true north, if you will. Right, which means you're not likely getting the results that you're hoping for. 
Correct. And so you're like, oh, geez, that didn't work. Oh, that now I'm even more desperate. Let me try something else. Oh, geez, that didn't work. And I think we just get wrapped up in making ourselves more accessible or more available or trying to do more. And it isn't necessarily allowing us to understand what we have been doing. We just do. Okay. Wow. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks to Kelly and Jack for sharing their thoughts and ideas. Yeah, greatly you. appreciate your value. Um, and for those of you who happen to be listening to the podcast, we know there's no opportunity for you to comment. And so we encourage you to join us in our Sculpt Your Business from Chaos and Confusion to Confidence and Control Facebook group, where you can share your thoughts and ideas there and be around others who are trying to figure this out. We're trying to understand, you know, what does accessibility mean? And am I judging myself too much and considering that I'm desperate rather than just understanding where I'm at and how do I keep taking steps to hopefully find a little bit of confidence and control. So you can go there, share your thoughts and ideas there and benefit from those that are shared by others. So we look forward to seeing you in that group. If not, we will see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. ish Eastern time for our next episode of today's antidote. Hey, and in the meantime, folks, embrace the renegading you. It's so worth it. Yes, it is. All right. Might I'm be a way to avoid desperation, too. Yes. Ooh, look at that. Go out and enjoy your day. Uh, don't judge it. See how that might be different. And we will see you soon. Hey, it's Sculpture Business time. You heard it before. This is changing lives. People are accomplishing things they did not think they could do by sculpting their business their way, going from chaos and confusion about what to do, how to do it, when to do it, to knowing confidently and in control what's important and how to get it done. That's what we offer you. All you have to do is go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com or track down Tom or Bob, and we'll be happy to discuss it with you. We'll see you soon.